with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? You can call the show on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Rush is back. Final hour. Teddy Lamb, Tyler McComas here in studio today. 651-3439. There you heard it. If you didn't know already, Stogner coming back to the University of Oklahoma. Spent a quick little year there at South Carolina. Cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. uh, But he's coming back, baby. And... um, I think we're going to be okay at tight end. It's nice to get some experience there, and we know that he's got a he's got a really high ceiling in the right offense, right? And yeah. Sounds like everyone's happy about him coming back. Um, Social media, everyone was uh, seemed like they're really happy about that, including the quarterback Dylan Gabriel. Now the eyeball emojis, he did send those out. I don't know if that's a no no or not, but he sent out three eyeball emojis to show his approval. I'm sure that he got. Uh, Reprimanded. Reprimanded in the comments <laughs> section of that choice. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that he did as well. Marvin Mims commented on it. But, uh, yeah, look, Stogner's numbers from last year, you know, 20 catches, 210 yards. So it's not like it was a Mackey award-winning type of uh, campaign. But what you just said is, is it. Like, we know that there's real potential for him. And if it all comes together for him in this offense next year – those numbers are going to be a lot better than 20 catches for 210 yards. I think there's a real chance for him to have probably his most productive year that he's had in college football. Really, that'll be the expectation next season. And And you know what? That's right. This this seems like a tight end friendly offense. At least it was last year. Yeah. Um, You know, I I think that I think that ultimately, like, Brain Willis ended up being the second leading receiver as far as receptions are concerned. I guess yards, too. Yeah. Gosh, second in recept. No, sorry, take that back. Stoops was second in receptions. He had thirty-five, four fifty-six, and uh, seven touchdowns. Pretty impressive. Um, it's a really nice year, and I think that I think Stogner could. I, I probably wouldn't expect that type of production. Just because I'm hoping that we have emergence at wide receiver. Sure. Like I still expect Mims to to have a big year. I I'm hoping that Nick Anderson and Jaden Gibson come around and have some you know some big development. Get get Anderson healthy, and uh, hopefully those guys as they loved Anderson early. Yeah. You know, and he's. 
He's a stud, but you got to stay healthy, man. At, well, at some I, point, it's... like you're you're waiting on or looking for these wide receivers to emerge, and you use that as one of the reasons why you know maybe he's not going to have some of the numbers that you just cited off. But I think we could both agree, like if Nick Anderson, if Jaden Gibson take that next step, Marvin Mims is a better player. The wide receiver core as a total is better. I think it will create more opportunities or a lot of opportunities for Austin Stogner to have the year that we're looking at him to have. Yeah. And maybe that touchdown number is pretty high for him because he will be a mismatch in the red zone. Yeah, I like it overall, man. I don't think it changes OU's offense overnight, um, but you needed a tight end in the portal, and I think you got a player that you have a lot of familiar familiarity with that has a high ceiling in his money making season. I, I think there's a lot of positives. Again, I don't think this takes you to the number one offense of the conference or the country, but it's a it's a nice addition. Right. I think you should be happy about it. Yep, um, I agree. I agree. I think it's um, think it's something that's going to help us. We're. I don't. Have we improved? Will we be better at tight end as a position group uh, next year? I have a hard time saying that. I mean, I that just how much respect I have for Braden Willis. I'm I'm in the same boat. I think I agree with that. But it won't we'll be see. a deficit that's just so big that. It's going to kill the like. I think the tight end position is going to be good enough for this offense to be better. If that makes sense, right? Like nope. I, I don't think that the offense is going to be, or excuse me, the tight end position is going to be the reason why this offense, if it doesn't live up to expectations next year, that's not the position we'll be pointing at. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, now you're just kind of waiting on who's next because there are some that are excited about the Stogner edition. I would say most. There's a select few that are not, but this is not the best addition that you're going to get via the transfer portal. In fact, probably far from it. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question. Okay. So, as of right now, tight end, you don't you don't think so? Be better uh, next year than we are well, now. I think it certainly has a chance. Um, so I don't want to just like rule it out. But right now, I, I would say that what they had this year was better. Wide receiver, it it has to be better. I I mean, come on, it but it, it will it be. be? It it will be better, but okay. it has to be. Running back. Um, now let's think about this before you go spouting something off off the top of well, your. I head. don't want to take ten minutes on this exercise that we can get to pretty quick. I mean, we can actually get to your point here well, in a timely manner. I don't have a point. I'm just asking, like, you know. You know, we need to get better. We need to upgrade the roster. I'm just taking a look at it. I don't think anyone has a season like Eric Gray next year, so I would probably say no. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think collectively, yeah. I, I mean, I won't rule that out, but individually, I don't know if there's – Who's the running back in this year's class? Well, you have two of them. Two? Yeah, you got two four-stars. Um, Dalen Smothers being one of them. Anyone do you that you think is going to be better than Barnes? No, I think Barnes running back one. Uh, what do we expect out of Sawchuck? I don't, I don't know. What are you? Are we getting to a point? Or are we just like just no? I'm just wondering. I'm just trying offense. to see if we're going to be better at running back. Um, I mean, that's the point. Are we going to be better at these positions? Well, I groups? just I, I just told you, I individually probably no, not not your your running back one, probably not. No, it's a guess. Um, like offensive line, that's the hairy one, man. That's the that's the tough one. Uh, you're you're going into another offseason where yet again Andrew Rame is going to miss out 
on a big portion of doing what he needs to do the most, which is get uh, more powerful, stronger. Uh, he's going to be missing out there. You're going to lose Anton Harrison and Wanye Morris. Um, like we've got to have some some guys step up, and we got to hit on some guys in the portal yeah. at offensive okay, line. Okay, like I yes, it is a it's a good exercise, I guess, to go down and see which position groups we think are going to be. Better or not, I, I think the entire story of the offense, though, is going to depend on can they sustain a drive? Can they only score when they're going up-tempo and it's either a three-and-out or a four-play touchdown drive? Well, like I, I think that you can say the tight end position, no. The running back position, no. And this offense still collectively be a better unit and a more efficient unit because they're managing the clock a whole lot better. They're taking 10 to 12 play touchdown drives. You get what I'm saying? Like, I think that's the biggest obstacle for this team this offseason well, is that. Well, that is true. But like I made the point earlier, you're not going to get better at, at sustained drives and managing the clock better if you don't upgrade – the play at offensive line and the play at wide receiver. I right. we can we could talk about all of the you know the the time and the sustained drives, but like there's a there's a specific reason you can point to of why they couldn't do those things very successfully, consistently. And it goes back to some you know some lack of of winning at a couple of position groups. Offensive line, we were just okay. We were not blowing people off the ball. Um, you know, Eric Gray did a lot of, you know, just individual effort, get out to the unblocked guy, make him miss, and he's off to the races. There wasn't a whole lot of just absolutely blowing people off the football. No, I mean, there's your biggest question mark next year, yep. offensive line. Right. Offensive line, we've the Jakes – Guess it was last year, too. – need to have a really big year. Andrew Rame needs to get healthy, get consistent, get strong, and we've got to have some guys step up like Savion Bird. Been hearing a lot about him. You know, it's it's time to, to start showing up and – and being a consistent player that's trustworthy and they can put you out there to start moving some bodies. Like like we need his skill set. He's a he's a he's a people mover and that's what we haven't had in the interior. So Yeah. Well I transfer portal wise, um, I'm seeing a lot of D line, seeing a lot of backer, seeing some wide receiver. I haven't seen a whole lot of offensive line offers and just because I haven't seen it on social media doesn't mean it is isn't happening. But I got to think that they've got to be pursuing some offensive linemen via the portal. They are. They're in on a on a couple of really good players. Um, that's it's no no guarantee, but you know that's. Like, <laughs> and your uh, offensive line here the past couple of years has been a majority transfers. of uh, transfer guys, hasn't it? Which is kind of which is kind of strange. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's go, let's go, Rame. Let's go, Savion Bird. Let's go, Jakes. Like the young Jakes had. You know, as true freshmen, the the feedback on those guys was all all pretty positive. And Tyler Guyton has a chance to be best offensive lineman in the Big Twelve. But that is just a chance, right? He needs to have some great development. He needs to take it seriously. He needs to take some coaching and 
and really work to get better. So Our running game will be very dependent on offensive line, but I think we have better breakaway speed running backs than Eric Gray. Yeah, yeah. top speed was not his, his strong suit, but you know, getting to where he was out in the open was his strong suit, like Re- making that unblocked player miss. Remember, boys, Tyler thought Eric Gray was crap going into the season. A lot <laughs> can happen in a good way at the running back position going into next season. I find it funny that the text line likes to say that I thought Eric Gray was crap. When I remember the Friday show in Omaha that we were doing, people were making jokes that, well, I hope there's not a 15-mile-per-hour win tomorrow. It might knock Eric Gray over when he carries the ball. So <laughs> I, let's just all remember that a lot of people thought a lot of different things about Eric Gray. Yeah. It took a while mm-hmm. to settle in to see what we what we had. I mean, I, I think the the season last year was – like we kept waiting. Like he wasn't making that that guy miss that he did make miss this year. Um, a lot of times there's just that one guy to beat, and he didn't wasn't consistently winning on that. This year he did. Please tell me one of the Sexton boys is number sixty nine. <laughs> uh, that's a. I'm not exactly sure uh, about that. Peyton says I heard Rain will be back for winter workouts. Okay. Uh, Soggy Stoggy is better than Braden Willis. Huh. That's not a very uh, flattering name to call him, but you think that he's better than Braden Willis at the same time. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yet to be determined. I think, he's got, I think he's got an incredibly high ceiling, but like the, the argument I made earlier, I think it's dumb to compare the two guys because they're different players with different skill sets. Uh, Stogner is an inline or split-out guy. Uh, Brain Willis is a uh, a good movement blocker, uh, insert blocker, lead blocker, uh, perimeter blocker. Like he, they, they've just they have totally different skill sets. I always thought Eric Gray was almost as good as Bevel. Okay, <laughs> Jimmy and Duncan says super thin roster for the bowl game for Oklahoma. Going to be an uphill battle. Yeah, it would be an uphill battle yeah. if we had every single guy on the roster returning. Yep. Seven and a half point dog still currently. ESPN FPI gives Florida State a 64.7% chance. They will not have a super thin roster for the Cheez It Bowl. No, roster's going to be looking nice and fat for FSU. This is a, man, this is a challenge. And not only are they good, but I'm, I'm sure that they view this as a springboard game for, for them moving forward, you know? Yeah. Maybe in a lot of ways it's like the, uh, Last time you played in Orlando, when you played a Clemson team that felt like they were close to pushing it over the top. Yeah. I don't think Florida State right now is in that spot that Clemson was, but they may be on the cusp of really pushing for an ACC title here moving forward. I think they could be next year, for sure, with the quarterback coming back. Well, as Clemson has found out a little bit and will continue to find out, it things change quickly whenever you don't have the best quarterback in the conference and maybe even the country, right? I mean, that was when they had Deshaun Watson and whenever they had Trevor Lawrence, it um it, that was a that was a really big difference maker. I, I mean, it's one thing to have the great defense that they've got and they still do, 
But man, like you've got to have a compliment to that to in order to win the whole thing. They weren't winning a title with Cole Stout. It took Deshaun Watson for them to get over the hump. Yes, that's right. Though Cole Stout had a very nice day in the Russell Athletic Bowl back mm-hmm. in 2014. I was mm-hmm. about to ask, like, hey, are we going to see any young players get more reps in the bowl game? Well, of course we are, because they're super thin going into this game. I, I, I'm guessing a true freshman's probably going to start for you at running back. Yeah, you're going to have youngster at running back. Is it confirmed that Eric Gray's not playing? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Venable said that on Sunday, that it's Gray's not playing, Wanye Morris is not playing, Anton Harris is is not playing, and someone else that I'm blanking on. Redmond. Redmond, yes. Nice job. Um, you're ready for that one. Yeah, you're going to be young at back. I feel I'm less worried about being young at back than I am offensive line yeah, because that's, that's be a strength of FSU is that D-line and that defense. Physical with a lot of speed. Uh, Guyton will be playing left, and I'm guessing one of the Jakes will be playing right tackle. Um. Yeah, that's going to be a challenge. Um, defensive line, Jeff Johnson is he playing? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. So you lose Redmond. We've been thin there. Hopefully, we get Isaiah Cole back. So, huh? Going to be a challenge. Uh, four oh five FSU Fart Stink University. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was Free Shoes University, but okay, that's one way to say it. Yeah. I like that. Fart stink. Barnes is going to have to have a massive day. But if he does have a massive day, woo, buddy. The excitement for him going into next year going to be at an all-time high. Well, I don't know. Like, this is just a hunch. It's the last game of the year. Um, You're going to be playing a, a really good defense. It would not shock me if... We saw more quarterback run game in this one than we did most of the rest of the season. Well, you're going to have to have some quarterback run game most likely to get something going. Got to generate a little bit of offense uh, there. I would suggest this game to not have the 22-second three and outs and take a touchdown whenever you can get it against these guys. But if you can figure out a way to take some time off during your touchdown drives, that that would be ideal. Yeah. Because I'm not I'm not saying that I'm going to pick it, but what I am saying is this is a team that is very capable of rolling it up on you if it doesn't go well early. Right. Yeah. Nope. I agree. I agree. And I wonder if Florida State, like they're trying to prove a point in this game, if they would take their foot off the gas if they have uh, that type of opportunity. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of set the stage for next year. Kind of set the uh, the example. Yeah. What uh, Where does Orlando rank as a bowl site since 2000? Let me read them off to you, all right? Okay. Miami, all Dallas, right. Pasadena, New Orleans, Miami, San Diego, Glendale, Miami, El Paso, Texas, Glendale, Tempe, Arlington, New Orleans, Orlando, Miami, New Orleans, Pasadena, Miami, Atlanta, Arlington, San Antonio. Um, it ranks ahead of El Paso, and that's it. That's it. 
ties with Miami. And I'm sure El Paso at least has some uh, pretty good food down there. I've never visited El Paso, but I, I'm guessing it's you know has some good cu- cuisine. I have visited El Paso, and they've actually got down by UTEP campus. They've actually got a pretty cool little bar area. Ooh, really? Shockingly, oh, okay. shockingly, yeah. When yep. you go down the list of the bowl games over the past 20-plus years, it does make OU's run um, maybe a little bit more impressive when you're reading off like Miami, Pasadena, New Orleans, yep. Miami, Glendale, Glendale, Miami. Like, dang. Yep. And then you just get a random Orlando in the middle of that. Yep, a couple of Orlandos And in that there. was the high side of the bowl games. That's, that's funny because OU finished 6-6 six and six this year. And it would be a complete, I don't know if it, it would be a different thought on this season. It, say if you win the, let's say if you win the West Virginia game and the Tech game, right? Right. You're eight and four instead of six and six. Seems like a massive difference right now. But you go to the same bowl game if you're eight and four yeah. versus six and six. That's true. Uh, that is, that is definitely true. Yeah. Pretty wild. Uh, this text says there's nothing good in El Paso. Nothing. Well, that just depends on your opinion of uh, drug or human trafficking, you know? Uh, Come on. You can't just eliminate everything. But, yes, not a a bold (laughs) destination. You got players uh, tempted to sneak over the border there. Yeah. Didn't – wasn't there – did Bob have to talk to the team in 2012 before the season opener? Like, hey, don't sneak across the border. Or maybe that was just know. like we threw it around like, yeah, maybe he'll just tell the team, like, <laughs> don't do that. It's a bad idea. Right, yeah. Don't listen to anyone that's uh, that's wants to take you on a quick trip to a couple of bars across the border. Not a good idea. All right, let's hit a quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Final hour rolls on. Keep the text line going, 651-3439. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Electric cooperatives don't just generate power, they generate ideas. At Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, we never stop thinking of ways to help everyone become more energy efficient. We invest our resources in technologies that build a brighter tomorrow for all Oklahomans, like our addition of Norman's first solar farm, the OEC Solar Garden. We pride ourselves in finding and creating solutions for today and tomorrow. Your trusted energy advisor, Oklahoma Electric Cooperative. Need a doctor now? Not sure what kind of doctor you need? Just call 405-515-5000, Norman Regional's Community Call Center. From 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, 405-515-5000, and a live person will match you with a provider that best fits your needs. Norman Regional has 17 primary care clinics throughout South Central Oklahoma, providing you with quality care close to home. Whether you need a wellness visit, a physical, sick care, or management of chronic conditions, just call 405-515-5000. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men and a Truck, we make it easy. No matter the move, big or small, we'll make it a smooth one. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our full-time employed, background-checked movers. We're local and affordable, and we can help at a price that won't make you wish you'd done it on your own. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men and a Truck, 405 708-7707. Parents, do you want your teen to be a safe driver? 
Enroll them today in Oklahoma's free online Work Zone Safe course for teen drivers at www.workzonesafe.com. Your team will learn to be a safe driver in a work zone and be eligible to win scholarships, sports tickets, and more. Visit www.workzonesafe.com to learn more and enroll your team today. Workzonesafe.com. Preparation makes all the difference on the playing field and in life. At McFarland Methodist Church, we believe that a strong faith is a great preparation for the ups and downs of life, and we have lots of ways to practice and strengthen our faith. Come be a part of a midweek Bible study or community service event, or join us for traditional or modern worship on Sunday morning. You're always welcome at McFarland, where we're changing lives that change the world. Learn more on our website at mcfarlandumc.org or call us at 321-3484. Tyler McComas here, and if you're like me and you love to bowl, Sooner Bowling Center has made it even easier for you and your family to bowl. Visit SoonerBowl.com and skip the line to make online reservations. You can reserve your lanes, book a group party, or birthday party all by just visiting them online. With great food from the Spare Time Grill, bowling, and the newest patio in town, Sooner Bowling Center is great for the entire family. 550 24th Avenue Northwest or visit SoonerBowl.com. It's basketball time in Oklahoma, and that means it's time to head to Inner Urban. Swing by one of their six locations in Norman, Edmond, Yukon, Chickasha, Ardmore, and Tulsa and try their mouth-watering honey pepper bacon cheeseburger and a cold beverage. Inner Urban's cheese enchiladas are the best in America, along with their famous fried chicken club salad. Great food for any taste and friendly service to boot. Inner Urban staff can't wait to serve you fans. We'll see you when you get there. At the Carlstone, retirement is whatever you want it to be. Our 55-plus living community has a little bit of everything, from an incredible workout facility, a spa, to game and movie rooms, and even full-service dining. With our professional and caring staff members, you can rest easy knowing your loved ones are well taken care of. Call or visit us online today and start living the good life at the Carlstone. Crazier things have happened that Baker Mayfield could be cut on a Monday and win a football game for the defending Super Bowl champion Rams, who, by the way, are about to be right front and center on the country in a big way. Certainly that a, a three-win team normally isn't. They got this Thursday night game. This, I mean, please start Baker Mayfield because, I mean, I want to see it. The next three Rams games are nationally televised. Only game in town. Just in time for Baker Mayfield to plant his flag in Los Angeles. Well, let's hope so, right? There's Rich Eisen earlier today saying he hopes he uh, he's hoping for a magical moment for Baker Mayfield and the Rams. It's crazy, dude. Rams won the Super Bowl last year. They're six and a half point dogs at home to the L.A. Raiders, who are playing better football, but they're still a 5-17. and 17. Right. But, hey, Baker, like, that would be – it hasn't been great the past two years, but it would be pretty legendary. A lot of people would remember, signed on Tuesday, could win a game on Thursday. That would be epic. Yeah. Is it going to happen, though? Um, uh, I get the maybe. sense from you, you like the Raiders quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Raiders. Um. I signed 
I signed on a Friday and played on a Sunday with the Buffalo Bills. Really? Huh. Yep. What was the, at New uh, England? What on a road oh, game? Gosh, Tom against Tom Brady. Yeah, uh, you didn't elect to sit out that game. How, how'd you play? No, I didn't elect to sit out. Are you how'd, kidding me? How'd you, how'd I'm you sitting play? at home on a Friday and on a Sunday. I'm collecting a game check. Well, yeah, no, I mean that part's nice, but it's like, all right, two days. I uh, got to get ready to play against Tom Brady in Foxborough. I went to that's work out on a Friday in Buffalo. And what they usually do is, and since it was on a Friday, my line of thinking was, well, you know, if they if they sign me, I'm going to work out because I was set to fly in Friday, work out, and fly out Friday. So I just took like, I didn't hardly take anything with me, just like some workout stuff, whatever. I was going to work out fly back, and, you know, they would say, hey, we've decided to sign you, and they'd fly you back like, on Monday, the day off is Tuesday, and kind of get you acclimated. And uh, worked out Friday, and like right there on the field, they're like, hey, we're going to sign you, um, and we're going to need you to play <laughs> on Sunday. We're what gonna, are you doing Sunday? You got any plans you know, on Sunday? I was going to go with my wife to the movies. I'm going to have to activate you for Sunday, so yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> How'd you play? Um, just special team stuff. Hmm. I think I did I make a tackle on special teams. I can't remember, but um, they had to. One of the uh, one of the minions had to take me to a store so I could buy some clothes to look presentable to travel with. Because <laughs> <laughs> nice. you gotta you gotta dress nice. up to travel. That's awesome. Pretty funny. Um, how was it? Uh, th- were they firing the muskets that day? Did the Patriots score a lot of touchdowns? Oh, they killed us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they killed us. Playing against Tom Brady, though, that's pretty cool. In his prime. Yeah, I think. Did they win the Super Bowl that year? Oh, wait. Uh, 07. Uh, was it? They either lost to the Giants in 07. I think they lost to the Giants in you know 07, what? right? That was the year Tom Brady was hurt. Oh, yeah. And uh, was it Matt Castle? Yeah. They but- actually won a, they won a lot of games but still missed out on the playoffs, right? Did they miss the playoffs? I think yeah. they I think they had a decent record, but the AFC East was that the year the the Jets were pretty good, I want to say, maybe. Yeah. But I feel like the Patriots had like it, it wasn't a three win season or anything like that, but they still missed out on the playoffs. Someone can double check that. I feel like I feel like the first game we played them, Brady played, and then we played them the last game of the year. In Buffalo, I think is either the last game or second to last game of the year in Buffalo, and he didn't play. Mm. So maybe maybe they had a playoff spot already wrapped up, but he just rested yeah. the last week. That could be the case too. That was the game I've told you. Pats went eleven and five in 08, missed the playoffs on a tiebreaker to Miami. Look at that, dude! I yep. told you, really good record, missed out on the playoffs. Yep, man. So that game, the uh, the last game. No, Matt Castle played in the. The first game when we played in New England, too. Um, but the last game of the season is the one I told you where it was like it was like teens outside, temperature-wise, and the wind was blowing like gust of up to like 60 miles an hour. And that's when New England kicked and they had a penalty on an extra point um, and then kicked it, and it went through the uprights and 
around it and landed in the end zone, and it was good. It's <laughs> crazy. crazy, man. Uh, that would have been awesome if Teddy showed up to Gillette Stadium in a Vincent Gambini secondhand suit. <laughs> yeah. Lane in California. Nice one. So I, that's why I wore this ridiculous outfit for you. How is Colin Coward doing now that Baker Mayfield is in his backyard? I have no idea. I haven't heard from Call yeah. in Coward. That's interesting. Not sure. Uh, I, I think Peyton said, what, what did he say? This is an overreaction bet. The world is going to bet the Raiders and the Rams will cover. Yeah. Just let Baker spin it, man. See what he's got. Yeah, I hear what you're saying on that, but when you've got a Raiders team that is, I mean, at least looking like they're starting to come around, they've won three straight, um, and you've got a, a Rams team that is not looking better, that's looking worse, and you've got a quarterback perhaps that's going to play after, you know, hasn't even got his luggage off the luggage rack yet from the airport. Not a good recipe for a W in the NFL. Ask and you shall receive. I asked last segment, like, hey, I haven't seen any offensive linemen portal guys they've offered. Maybe it's happened. Uh, at 5.20 today, and thank you, text line, for sending the link, Jeremiah Byers, an offensive lineman that's in the portal from UTEP, uh, was offered. So, okay. there you go. There you go. I have no idea how good of a player Jeremiah Byers is. No clue. I do not remember him from the OU UTEP game earlier this year. Now, Couldn't tell is you. That, that's not the guy that was the – maybe this is when we played him previously that they had a really good offensive lineman. No, on that was Will Hernandez, who you're thinking of, yeah. right? Yeah. He got drafted like the second round to yeah. the New York Giants maybe. Yeah. That yeah, I, I don't know how he's faring in the league, but he's now, pretty good coming out of UTEP. They did have, they did have a good offensive line, and we talked about it going into that game. Um, so, yeah, because you know they kind of that K State model with what Dana Dimmel's down there now, uh, physical offensive line. So, we'll see. Uh, Four oh five. Why welcome Austin Stogner back? Could have won two more games with him this year. <laughs> What do you mean? If you think he was the difference in an 8-4 and four season and a 6-6 six and six season, if you think that he's that good, why wouldn't you welcome him back this year? you telling me Austin Stogner equals two more wins next year? God, why didn't they sign him earlier? Right. Um, I love that you can make the connection to winning two more games if Austin Stogner was on a <laughs> right, roster this it's year. Awesome. Uh, now I can't, I can't necessarily refute that. Uh, you know, there's an alternate universe somewhere where Stogner did not transfer, and perhaps we went eight and four. Hell, we may have won a national championship in that universe, but I cannot speak to it. I guess this Jeremiah Byers kid was a first team All Conference. So, okay. Right. There you go. Conference USA, of course. A big money conference. Jeremiah Byers. Um, I know we, we, talked, we talked pretty solidly about their offensive line, but have to do a little more research to see exactly uh, what we think. Austin, but. Texas native, according to his uh, Twitter profile. 
O-line dot 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 at question mark. He's looking for spots. Let's see if he has any other uh, offers out. He's received an offer from Oklahoma, Penn State, Missouri, Florida State. Uh, There's another Penn State there. So, yeah, he's got a decent offer list. Okay. Well, there you go. Lock him up. Lock him up. Hopefully uh, the Cheez-It Bowl result doesn't come down to uh, getting Jeremiah Byers or not. Six foot four, 331 pounds. Big dude. Big dude. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Are today's interest rates bumming you out? Are you looking for a new home in the Deer Creek School District? Then West Point Homes has the solution for you. With our preferred lender, we can offer interest rate buy-downs and or closing cost assistance on many of our beautiful new homes that can close by the end of the year. West Point Homes starts in the mid-300s and is located in some of the most desirable communities in the Deer Creek School District. Please call 405-985-4320 or visit westpointhomes.com. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about. We'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. (laughs) What a bomb. (laughs) What a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. I got the uh, new hoodie that Brent wears with the schooner on the front of it. Yeah, it, yeah. it came in the other day. Oh, I like that one. It's sharp. Yeah, I like that one. The, like so it. the red one, it's got yeah. kind of a cartoonish mm-hmm. drawing of the schooner on yeah. For yourself as a Christmas gift? No, I had a gift card from last Christmas, and I said, I better use this. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> oh, my God, that's the best. <laughs> You got it this last week? Yes. It came right before the trip. I worked at the airport. Yeah. T-Row and TJ. Weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Toby Rowland here for my friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Due to the expected continuation of inventory supply issues, they've made the decision to consolidate all their operations to their Newcastle location. The Newcastle store is now your one-stop shop for bad boy mowers and tractors, CF Moto Power Sports, and Cruise America Motorhome Rentals. So go see Brian, Darren, and everyone else at Extreme Outdoor Equipment of Newcastle, I-44, exit 108, or on the web at XOEOK.com. Sooner Nation, Bedlam Wrestling is coming to Norman on Sunday, December 11th at McCasland Fieldhouse. Don't miss your chance to lock in your seats for this historic rivalry and see who takes home the Phillips 66 Bedlam Series trophy. For tickets, go to Soonersports.com or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. Great Plains Kubota is selling surplus equipment on PurpleWave.com December 13th. All items will sell with no reserve or minimum. Bid now on 2021 Kubota Skid Steer or 2020 Kubota Tractor with attachments, zero-turn mowers, backhoes, mini excavators, tilt deck equipment trailers, and many more assets are in the Great Plains Kubota auction selling December 13th. Visit PurpleWave.com for inspection items. Purple Wave Auction. Straight. Simple. Sold. At the Carlstone, retirement is whatever you want it to be. 
our 55 plus living community has a little bit of everything from an incredible workout facility, a spa, to game and movie rooms, and even full service dining. With our professional and caring staff members, you can rest easy knowing your loved ones are well taken care of. Call or visit us online today and start living the good life at the Carlstone. Schumacher Law Group, when experience matters. Tracy Schumacher is a former prosecutor and former district judge. Whether it's a probate challenge, criminal charges, or contentious divorce proceedings, experience matters. The attorneys at Schumacher Law Group provide compassionate, knowledgeable advice, all while fighting for your best interests. Find Schumacher Law Group online at lawgroupok.com or call 405-701-1882. Hometown lawyers ready to fight for you when experience matters. It is the rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We're the homeless Sooner fans. Hey, let me tell you about something cool here. Here is an awesome offer for you or someone you know. It's the Home for the Holidays giveaway with Norman Heat and Air. Now, if you know a family who's in need of a new furnace and air conditioning unit fully installed and they may be having a financially challenging year, please email your nomination to michelle at normanair.com. That's Michelle at NormanAir.com. Michelle spelled M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at NormanAir.com. We know sometimes life throws you a curveball, and we're to help. Uh, we're here to help them get them ahead again. Nominations will be taken until December 12th, 20, uh, 2022. The nominee must be a homeowner and have an existing unit to be replaced. So basically, if you know a homeowner that's having uh, tough financial times and – you know, their AC furnace unit is out and they need a new one fully installed. Uh, nominate them, Michelle at NormanAir.com, and Norman Heat and Air is going to pick one lucky winner. That's really cool this holiday season. Re- it's really, really going to help out someone. So, uh, hat tip to uh, Norman Heat and Air for, for doing that. The ESPN College Football Awards Show is tonight. And I have to mention this oh, really? every single year, but like six, seven, eight years ago, Teddy spoke at the um, ESPN College Football Awards. I wrote a speech for him, and in return, he paid me in a handle of fireball. So <laughs> it's one of the happier moments in show history for me. Uh, that's awesome. Money well spent, huh? A handle of fireball. Got you a speech written. That was great. Good stuff. Man, you've grown up so much, you can't be paid in fireball anymore. No, or is it would that be, true? Is that I can still be paid in fireball. <laughs> like, let's not let's not get too crazy. <laughs> but it fireball. wouldn't be my. What's that it, in it US may dollars? not be my first option anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, so some of the awards, there's no OU representation. So I know a lot of people probably aren't going to watch the uh, Bednarik Award. They think uh, Will Anderson's going to win it from Alabama. Yep. Uh, the Blitnikoff Award. This just shows how talented Ohio State is offensively. Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to win the award. When coming into the year, he wasn't even their best wide receiver that they thought was they were going to have on their team. That dude is legit. It's really good. Really good. Like Xavier Hutchinson four. of Iowa State is a finalist there, oh, by the way. In the shocker. Uh, I don't know how tall Jalen Hyatt is, but I know Harrison Jr. is 6'4", and Xavier Hutchinson six foot 6'4". Sounds like someone wants taller wide receivers. This guy. Ray Guy Award. Turk should be there tonight, but he's not. What Too a many shame. touchbacks. 
Uh, Maxwell Award, they think Caleb Williams will win. You think he's definitely going to win the Maxwell? I think that's the award that, well, I was about to say that Duggan could win, and he's not even listed there. I think Hendon Hooker has a chance to win something. This this would be his best chance to win something. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I think we've seen years where the Heisman – Winner doesn't win like the Maxwell Award right. or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, or the Davy O'Brien Award. They think Caleb's going to win that. Um, the one that I was stuck on was the I think it was the Remington Award, maybe. Uh, yeah, it was the Remington Award, and they think the center from Michigan is going to win that. Well, what's interesting about that is Brent Venable said in a press conference a few weeks ago that he said um, we're trying to get a kid out of Virginia that ended up transferring to Michigan, and I think he's like a finalist for the Remington Award, whatever. Well, they think he's going to win that award tonight. That would have been a nice get via the portal last year. Oh, that's what he said last year? Okay, I was thinking yeah. you were saying that. It, yeah, uh, last yeah. portal cycle, they tried to get this kid, and he went to Michigan. Gotcha. Yeah, that yeah, that would have been good, for sure. Well, um, Unless you want to see uh, Caleb Williams win a lot of awards tonight, I'd advise you to watch Baker Mayfield instead. On Amazon, and that great product that they've been throwing out all year long. It's so great that even um, Al Michaels, who's calling the games, has said it's been crummy. (laughs) Right, yes. (laughs) Which was awesome. And I think that we'll all take his opinion on what a broadcast should look and sound like, right? Right. If Al Michaels says it's not up to par, then, well, there you go. Yeah. Just one problem, it's not probably going away ever again. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can improve it. We'll see. Uh, some of it's just been they haven't been given many good games, you know, and a lot of times you just can't you can't help that. You have an idea who's going to be good on a certain year, but a couple of injuries, a bad trade like Denver, and <laughs> things are totally different than you thought they were going to be. So, uh, Doak Walker Award's interesting. Chase Brown of Illinois, Blake Quorum of Michigan, or Bijan of Texas. It's going to come down to Blake Quorum or Bijan. I think Bijan's the best. I think, I think. Oh, I think he's the better player. Now, will he actually win the award? Right. I think there's a chance that Quorum can win it. Right. Um, I don't know. I wonder what their numbers look like, comparatively speaking. Uh, Bijan. You know, Bijan Robinson had uh, 1580 rushing yards, 18 touchdowns. He had more. His 1894 more yards. scrimmage yards led the nation, and his 20 total touchdowns ranked second. Behind Pitts running back. Yeah. Uh, Corum had 1,463 yards. So Bijan had better numbers. I agree with you. I think he's the better player. Blake Corum was on the better team. What's great well, is. Uh, Blake Corum did it behind a far superior well, offensive there line. There ain't no doubt about that for sure. I, I think Michigan's probably going to win the. Uh, what's the award? The, the Joe Moore Award. The Joe Moore yeah, Award. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. The great thing is that Bijan has had statistically a fantastic career at Texas. And I bet he's going to get drafted high in the NFL. And I bet that he has a really good career in the NFL early on. And we're going to look back at Bijan Robinson in four and five years and say, wow, he is a great player. And they didn't do jack squat at Texas when he was on the roster. He yep. may be the best running back they've had since Ricky Williams was on campus. He might be better than Jamal Charles and Cedric Benson and Deontay Foreman and all of those other guys that they've had the best since Ricky, and they did absolutely nothing with it. 
Man. That would give me some joy from this season. I haven't had a lot of joy, but it'll give me something. Uh, listen to this. Um, now, this is, this is Tom Herman's last year. But in 2020, which is Bijan's freshman year, he had 703 yards on 86 carries. Yeah. Um, well, all of that was like on the last three games of the season. Yeah. They scored 69 against Kansas State. Oh, nice. I think their final regular season game of the year. And if you have that handy, go look at what Bijan Robinson did that day in Manhattan. He ran all over the place. And that's why that's one of the reasons why people were so pissed at Herman. And I think maybe even one of the reasons why he got fired at the end of the right. year is because they refused to use him all year long. He had something silly, like less than five carries in the OU Texas game that year. Something criminal. They didn't use him until their season was effectively over, and Bijan looked like by far and away the best player on their team. Yeah. Nope. That's uh that's the truth. And has he has he um has he said anything about what he's going to do after? Um, he's he didn't close the door on returning to Texas right. a couple of weeks ago, but I got to think he's off to the NFL. But I also heard, and this doesn't surprise me, that Texas is going to offer up a massive NIL deal to try to keep him in Austin for one more year. That's right, and I guess he hasn't committed to anything at this point. All right, quick timeout. We got a final segment coming up next. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men and a Truck, we make it easy. No matter the move, big or small, we'll make it a smooth one. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our full-time employed, background-checked movers. We're local and affordable, and we can help at a price that won't make you wish you'd done it on your own. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men and a Truck, 405 708-7707. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. Don't wait till December to save with Section 179 tax deductions. Hurry in to Great Plains Kubota and lay claim to a new tax-saving Kubota because our inventory is selling fast and the end of the year is just around the corner. The time is now to ride a new Kubota off our lot and your taxes. So shop a Great Plains Kubota near you and let our brand serve your equipment and tax-saving needs. Or check us out at gpkubota.com. Again, that's gpkubota.com. Subject to credit approval, consult your tax advisor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full details. There is no greater wealth in the world than peace of mind. 
Whether business or personal, keep your money secure in a First Liberty Bank money market account. These accounts provide a great yield while still allowing you access to your funds. Call Crystal at 405-561-0300 or stop by our branch at 3500 24th Avenue Northwest in Norman. And don't forget to check out our CD rates. Bank like a champion today at First Liberty Bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. What is a good neighbor? It's someone nearby who helps make your life a little easier. I'm State Farm Agent Julia Chu, and my team and I take time to understand your insurance and financial needs. So whether you're preparing for retirement or in need of auto, home, life, or business insurance, get the kind of help you'd expect from a good neighbor. Visit the Julia Chu Agency or call 329-3311. Come visit at our new location, 701 Wall Street, Norman. Serving in Afghanistan, I was shot in the head by sniper fire. I was given a 5% chance to live. I'm Adam Alexander.